Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas. Wanted to hop on here real quick before we get into today's show with myself, Micah, Andy, and our buddy Pat for our spring BS session. A lot of cool stuff in this episode. Micah brings some hard-hitting questions in the episode. Uh, We talk about some fun stuff, but wanted to pop in before the show starts to talk about a new partner that we have for this year um, that we didn't get to announce during the recording of this show uh, because the recording happened before everything was finalized. But I wanted to announce it today uh, because we're super excited to work with Weber Outfitters. Weber Outfitters is um, a archery and gun shop actually in Hawk Point, Missouri. Uh, They're well-known as one of the largest archery and hunting gear stores in east-central Missouri. They provide an indoor archery range and pro shop with trained technicians for all bows and crossbows. Uh, Like I said, they also also offer a full-service gun store uh, there on site. Uh, Weber Outfitters proudly sells the following archery brands, Hoyt, Bear, Elite, Prime, PSE, Diamond, and Bowtech, as well as compound bows, bows from, or I'm sorry, crossbows from Raven, Barnett, Killer Instinct, and Expedition. So um, they got all the types of bows that you can really ask for. They they pretty much sell all brands. They um, have all kinds of sights, arrows, you name it, man. It's a full-service archery shop. They've got really good people out there. We're excited to be doing some awesome stuff with them this year. Uh, be looking for some shows here in the next few months we'll be doing with them. I actually think that I am going to be moving on from my bow that I've been shooting for years. Uh, if y'all listen to our show, you know that I shoot a 2011 Bowtech Assassin. I've loved that bow. I've got it restrung more times than I can count, and I haven't really uh, wanted to change. I think I'm going to make a change this year, and we're going to help walk you all through the process um, that I have struggled with, which is... I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to change to. And Adam and his team are going to help me walk through that process, as well as Andy and Micah, I believe. We haven't decided what all we're going to do. but um, So it's going to be cool, and we're going to try to help walk other people like me through the same process, struggling with whether or not to get a new bow, what do you like, what do you not like. So then you just do what I do, and you just keep the same bow for years, which has served me well. But it's time for me to uh, blaze a new path. Also excited about maybe uh, getting a new bow for my 12-year-old son who has been wanting to get into cross or compound bows. Just don't know what to do with it. So we might do that too. But anyways, like I said, we are excited to work with Weber Outfitters. Um, they are an awesome shop and uh, out there in Hawk Point, Missouri. 
which is on the east side of the state. Um, and uh, without further ado, check them out, WeberOutfitters.com. Wanted to announce that partnership today as they are also out, uh, uh, announcing it in today's episode or today, I guess the date today's episode comes out. So I wanted to make sure and, and uh, reciprocate that. So me, Andy, and Micah are excited. Uh, check them out, WeberOutfitters.com. Give them a call, 636-489-7212, and uh, just tell them uh, Missouri Wisdom Water sent you, man. All right, let's get into today's show where we uh, we talk about all kinds of stuff, but more of BS session than anything. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, then, and then, you freaking suck at this, dude. With your host. Yep. Nate, Micah, and Andy, and guest host, Patrick. Patrick. How's it going? Oh, Pat. How we doing, friend? Or friend, I'm Patrick. Here. I'm here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so after we've been talking for what an hour, an and hour and thirteen hour, minutes, hour, hour and thirteen, we're finally going to hit the record button. Happens. We we once we again we we recorded a show without actually recording it already. Yeah, we do it do it all. And the it was time. a good one. We were just talking about deer, and then I'm like, why are we not just hitting the button? Like Andy says, just hit hit the button, hit the button. Push, yeah, I always think push of the, ru- the Rush Hour movie, the little girl, push yeah. the damn button. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. So I used to love Jackie Chan and uh, was that Chris, Chris Rock? Chris Rock? No, Chris. No. Uh, Not Chris Rock. Chris. The hell is his last name? It's a very generic last name. Chris Johnson? No. 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 Oh my gosh, that's going to bug me. Andy's going to look it Somebody up. Somebody get on Google. Yeah. Chris Jackson. Chris Robinson. No. I think it's Chris Rock. I think it ain't it Chris is. Rock. Chris Rock's the annoying ass voice guy. This is the annoying ass voice. No, yeah. no, that's a different dude. Yeah, he does have an You're talking about like Adam Sandler's Chris Rock? Yes. This is different dude. Chris Tucker. Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. See, I told you. Can't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was like he was on a lot of stuff and then just disappeared. Mm-hmm. I know, I haven't seen him in a long time. I don't remember the last movie he was in. Well, that one. Probably. That's probably one that of That was probably like one of Fun fact. Yeah. Jackie Chan got paid $15 million for Rush Hour. How much did Chris Tucker get paid? 25 <laughs> What? Well, Chris, Jack- Chris Tucker was the star. Like, yeah, but Jackie Chan does his own stunts. He didn't do that many stunts in that movie. That's crazy. Good for you, Christopher. Bravo, <laughs> <laughs> sir. I think they got the wrong everyone hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we doing tonight? Um, Springtime BS session. That's what I'm calling it. Oh, is that what, Amy hates it whenever you say BS session. Um, tell Amy to send me some text messages for different so- or show titles, and I'll use those. Okay. I was hoping you were going to say, <laughs> tell Amy to say something else. <laughs> but you didn't. 
So I wasn't gonna go there. I'm gonna just stay on my road. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you're trying to go with that, so I'm not doing it. Probably a good idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so springtime BS session is it? I mean, that's what it is, right? Yeah, dude. Speaking of spring, I was today. It was rainy, misty morning for the yeah, most part. Foggier than hell. I saw no less than probably thirty turkeys throughout the day, just yeah. everywhere out in those fields. You know. They haven't. They weren't strutting or nothing, but they were out there. I think they like the rain. I think they I do notice too. them out in the rain a lot. They do. They seem to get out in the fields a lot when it's when, raining. When it starts to like stop and the sun's starting to come out, they come out and like fluff up and try mm. to get. I think get dry. Get, water get, out. The, get the air in their feather. I don't know. Somebody knows more than than us. I'm sure knows more. No, maybe that. that's where the term shake your tail feather came from. No. The peacock. <laughs> peacock. Gotta <laughs> let me fly. Gotta let me fly. Have you seen any out here yet? Maybe. I was going to say, they usually are here by now, if they are going to be. The last two years, at least. I mean, that's the last two. The I'm only... not sure if I'm allowed to shoot turkey behind my house anymore. What'd you do? My daughter's named them. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tell her. Oh, he, he went for a walk. There's one out there today. Yeah. What turkey's that? You know, the female's Gertrude. We've had Gertrude here for 10 years. She has to be dead someplace. And she, Kendall's not 10, but for a while. Uh, and then the male is Tommy. 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 Which one's that? Uh, that's Tommy. Tommy. Is he a big boy? Pretty he's not a huge guy. You can boy. see a beard on him. I the, saw two that, I mean, they were rope draggers. I mean, they uh, were really. Yeah, they were big. I don't care how big it is, just big enough for a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I wasn't, I know, wouldn't I'm, say shit to either of the boys, and Caden's already like, are we going to go turkey hunting this year? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You need you need to talk to Wilper. Be like, hey, my boys really want to go turkey hunting. <laughs> you think we could, you know, maybe make something happen? That way, almost you're pretty much guaranteed to get one. He's he's a, he would definitely be a killer of them. Nate's, yeah. Nate's not too excited because turkey hunting is not his forte. It is not. It is not my. It's not my forte. It's not my, my, forte not my love. It's not my. I like either. doing it. But I'm it just terrible that, at it. You know, I, I'm going to take something out of uh, uh, who did we have on a couple weeks ago? Their their book that where they said it's. It's a nice excuse to be sitting in the woods in the springtime. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times when you're like a deer hunter, we're sitting in the woods where everything's dead. Coyote hunting, everything's dead most of the time. I mean, in the summer we do it, but you that's really the only time of the year. Like, you're just going, you're sitting in the woods when everything's kind of starting to come back out. and So that, that's a good good point. Yeah, it still doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's just not my, I, not my I love main it. thing. I'm just bad at it. And maybe it's just because I haven't had that experience of the, the you know, gobbling, talking, and doing all yeah. that. Because yeah. that, that's what I started hunting. Like, the first it big game. Andrew Muntz said that. Yeah. It's just was it? Yeah. Big game species I went after was turkey. I probably yeah. did that for, like, two years when I was. Paul Campbell's head is exploding right now. 13, Hitler, 14, hearing us say something that. like that. You guys don't love it? What? I think it's a blast. But. Uh, it is. It oh, is a blast. Like I say, it's fun. I'm just not good yeah. at it. Well, there's that part aspect of it. And like we've talked about it before, I've never really had like turkey spots. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have. Like, we don't have uh, real prime turkey hunting area in the this county. This place, like discuss. all of a sudden the last few years, I've had them show up. Well, they like about be, this time of year. There used to be such a a lot more. But then but they just I leave. Out some, yeah. yeah, then they just disappear again. Yeah. Um, although, hey, some of that habitat work we're going to try to do might help, it sounds like. Mm, hopefully. <laughs> Shit ton of it. 
Let's yeah. get the sponsors. Let's oh, yeah. We're going to do those. Let's do that. That way we can get into it. I got the list, so I guess I'll say each one. Yeah. Speaking of Habitat Works, Habitat Works. Dustin Our boy, Williams. Dustin Williams. Give him a call, 816-752-7390 for all of your habitat needs. That's, I wanted to say that. Uh, timber stand improvement, forestry mulching. He's a big fan of fire. All that stuff. Give him a call. Mention us when you call. Get 15% off. Alps Outdoors. Ain't we just Pat, had a yeah. Pat just got his new turkey vest, I believe. What's it? Which one is it? Uh, Long Spur Deluxe. Long Spur Deluxe. That's exciting. That one got the stands on it, the kickstand. No, no so it's just the one that with the seat that has I can fold seat. up and down. Yep. Yeah. Like to be mobile. <clears throat> I got Dad that Super Elite. He's pretty stoked about it. Super Elite. Mm-hmm. That's the one that won the Field and Stream. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is he going this year? He didn't go last year, did he? He went last year. Did he, he took he? my nephew down south instead of. So you of me. <laughs> you got booted. Yeah. Which I don't know. They they heard some but they didn't get on any. But he usually goes for a couple days a year. That's about it. Nice. But well, that's, that's what my dad's one of his besides elk hunting is it's definitely turkey. Yeah, nice. he don't he don't give a crap about whitetail. It seems he went like. one time last year and that was the first time in a while. But uh with his bow? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But uh yeah, he's not Usually because it's during harvest and he's doing right, that shit. Not a good time and for it. He's working. So I got to get the corn. So I can go jackass around. He's <laughs> doing the work. So so Al- check him out, alpsoutdoors.com. Use the code 2023WOODSWATER for 30% off. Uh, we're excited to use some of our stuff this spring. Yep. Did I hear you talk about the Ghost 30 pack? Mm-hmm. That's uh, actually just, sitting right behind you. I just got one of those. So yeah, I got the my Ghost worst laptop in it. Ghost 20. You like it? I love it. Nice. I got the Ghost 20. That's what I got it for was my laptop and all that. Because that one got the conceal and carry pack yeah. pouch? Yeah, that's what the, the, back, ghost, the, the ghost series is. Both, all of them do? Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I want one. as you can tell, check it's them all out. It's got a sunglasses pocket in the top. It does. Nice. To or other valuables, things that you don't want getting roughed up. Skittles. Yeah, Skittles, Skittles, I guess, would work. There's Skittles in there. <laughs> check them out. Uh, Huntworth Gear, huntworthgear.com. Use the code MWW15 for 15% off. Late early season stuff's about to come out. Mm-hmm. Put that uh, that um, sweatshirt on and shed it pretty quickly. I'm, you know me, I'm terrible at names. But even last night, I used that uh, that hoodie with the mask on it, um, and I threw a that's vest, the one I'm talking about. I threw a vest on over top of it. I feel like it's the Shelton, it was but money. I could be wrong. Maybe a yeah, Shelton hoodie could be wrong though. That's I, probably my favorite hoodie. I, yep. Shit, we couldn't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> You're so special. I know. He, he is. He is. I love it. He he is testing something for them right now, and he is just loves that he is one of the only people on the planet that has it. It's lit. There's only one other pair, right now. He is right. just. He's giddy about it. It's I'm, pretty sweet. Andy's jealous. I know. I, I, I like how. That's why I like to bring it up. I am too. I I can't say what they are, but uh, I would use them. Yeah. It. Yep. Them. Product. <laughs> and that's the great thing about Huntworth is they're always testing, always innovating. innovating. They they take input from actual hunters, you know, not just us. There, there's yeah. you know, they got a team. Oh, they together. got they got no. a team of people that they put product in hands. They value the the sportsman's input, make changes to things yep. to make them usable. There's yeah. they're not just a big box company that's out here just throwing stuff. You know, oh, this will work. No, they're they're taking. They're trying to make people. it right. Yeah. Y'all put reviews on their website. They, they listen. listen and read them, and they we'll, listen. Um, they will ask for feedback too. Yep. So 
Um, check them out, huntworthgear.com. Huge fans of them. Black Ovis. Use the code MWW10 for 10% off. I need to hop on there, man. I want to buy a saddle. Me yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, I need to hop on there. They're nice. Yeah, I need to, yeah, I, I want a saddle I, so bad. After going to ATA and playing with them a little bit, it just uh, makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially, like, after having Dustin out, like, thinking about stand play- was placements and stuff, it'd be nice just to go sit w- somewhere one time if I need to. Yeah. Hey, I don't really like this Maybe setup. Move a little, yeah. Move. I mean, for this property, it's probably not the most possible thing just because not a single tree here is going to be hangable just for like a run and gun situation maybe some of the mature trees but all the stuff in the backside you're not hanging in that and hunting out of it the same day just such garbage hedge and it takes prep work takes time you got to prep a lot of these things but i can see other places public land i think i would be more apt to go hunt public land more often and actually get in a tree yep I I ain't lugging a stand in. I don't think ever. And if that's gonna, why I'm on the ground 99 percent of the time when I'm in that situation. Right. So if you guys are looking for saddles, Black Obus. Check out Black Obus. Camo Fire. I have not been on that in a few days, but I'm sure they got some. Uh, what do you think they got on there right now? I'm betting they got turkey. Turkey stuff. I'm be, I just on one. there the other day cruising. Had all kinds of different stuff. I uh, rubber boots turkey. was a big one, but like rubber hunting boots. That would make sense. A bunch of discounts for muck boots. And they try to be topical to what the time of the year is for the most part. Crossbows. Sleeping bags. Got to download the app, by the way, folks. The app is much better than it used to be, too. Uh, I've targets. got Ron, uh, yeah, broadhead targets. Releases. Releases. Sights. Broadheads. All kinds of stuff. Crossbows. I was wrong. It's not String turkey wax. stuff. I must be on the wrong day. Are, how are you on the refresh. wrong day? I was looking at yesterday's stuff still. Oh. Yeah, How it's all archery that? archery stuff on there today. I didn't close the app from yesterday. Oh. They have all kinds of archery stuff in there, yeah. Yep. Check so them check out. it out. Download the app on X Maps. We should have we were just talking about this before we recorded. We should have should have been recording taking last a night. video. Yeah, we should have taken a video of what we did last night. We were at a new spot for coyotes and it was uh would you say a shit show, Andy? Like Trying to figure it out. It was comical. It was it was comical. I would call it comical. It was eventful. Yeah. And uh, Onyx definitely helped us out. So uh, get on onyxmaps.com. Use our code MWW20 for 20% off. And, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of nice features. We're going to highlight some of the features that they're coming out with here this year in 2023 that are new uh, for folks who have got that elite membership uh, or maybe the premium. But I got the elite. So I got all access to everything, and it's I like it. So uh, Athlon Optics, they're really good optics. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculously <laughs> good optics, ridiculously good prices. Uh, yeah, check them. Yep. Check them out. Find a dealer near you. If you don't can't find one, as we've said before, give us a call or um, email us or whatever, and we can get you yeah. find you a dealer. Sharp, tight, and priced just right. That's one of their things too. Good job. All right, that's the sponsors for tonight. What are we going to BS about, boys? See, we were kind of confused. I thought we were doing three questions how, or a few questions. How does that always happen? Nate's trying to play truth or dare over here. Literally, it yeah. always it always happens. We have a idea, and then we get there, and we're like, wait, I thought we were doing this. I thought we were doing this. It happened with our coyote draft, too. 
Because I think you change the rules I on don't your way ever to yeah. the He tells me, Mike, hey, we're going to do a question. I, I think of a question to ask the guys tonight. Yeah. But let, then we get here. Let me, get here. Let me reread gotta, this text got, back to yes, you. Yes, three different people, three, three different, different questions. questions. Each of us thinks of a question to ask oh, so each back of up, the other up. guys. A question. Each of us thinks. Listen closely. I've listened. Each of us thinks of a question to ask each of the other guys. A question. Not a question questions for to each ask the others of the other guy. So that would be a question for each of you. The guy can't know the question before it's asked to him. That would make a pretty good one. That's exactly what I texted. See, I don't like that platform though. A question because well, it doesn't matter because everybody's going to say an answer because I would. You're the uh, only one. Uh, probably, like if, probably. Yeah, so it, it would just make more sense if you just had some questions and then we discuss it as a group. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Stupid thing doesn't work. So Do it live. It's a great clip. Just saying. Probably the best clip. So who's got que- – Pat, you got a question? No, you put me on the spot. No. <laughs> you yeah. just said no. <laughs> I did. Way to prepare I thought of something. I got a question. I'll get it going. (laughs) God. Oh, my. Did you put this in your phone? I did. You got (laughs) See, I wanted to be, like, I wanted to, I I got my laptop out and everything. I was typing it all out. Amy was like, for the first time. got some listener questions. For the first time in 151 episodes, the guy's ready to go. I don't know why you're talking about my story. I was talking the story. No. No. <laughs> you had your computer out? Yeah, I was doing all these questions. I'm really proud of you for using right, that. Writing them all down. And then Amy's like, ooh, do you really need that? I need to use that tonight. I'm uh, like, excuse you, I'm like, Amy. the only reason we have this is for the podcast. <laughs> you, It's just a privilege that you get to use it. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, but I got to get this class done. She's like getting uh, CPR certified I or something. I that woman dead in her eye sockets. <laughs> no, I did not say that. I was like, fine. I'll, I'll use my phone. Dear. Okay, got one for the room. Would you bait deer? Would if you it rather? Was, shut up. <laughs> so would you bait deer if it was legal? Would I bait deer if it was legal? Legal. Obviously, it's not legal in Missouri. It's legal in a bunch of other states. Don't ask me which ones, like Texas and Michigan, I believe. Such a hard question to answer because I have not grown up baiting deer. So it's like my initial answer is no. But if you grew up in a state where you could bait deer – that's probably what you would know is you bait deer because everybody baits, right, I would think? I mean, I'm not going to lie, but I, I feel like that, yes, because I feel like we already do. We just can't use grain. You can't use food, like a food source. You but you mineral, can use a food plot. Right. The mineral has mineral. an attractants in per our, se in it. In our county, you can use mineral. Mineral, right. Yeah. You can use salt. Other counties in Missouri, you can't. The CWD salt, counties, you mineral. cannot use mineral. Right. CW, so it's not relevant for everybody. No grain. But, I mean, what's the yeah. difference in that and you de- using? I guess I don't understand the difference between, like, a food plot designed to do that or just baiting. You I, know what I'm saying? I consider baiting a pile of corn. Right. That's what I would consider right. baiting. I, I, would, I would say the same thing. Or I consider a f- a baiting, like, a down in Texas yeah. where they drive the feed truck down, yeah, like down yeah, the yeah. road and the, it just. You sit in the blind and they walk out to the road. You pick which yeah. one you want and shoot it. Yeah. I mean, if it's a legal it, method. If it were legal, I'm sure I would try it at some point. Yeah. I mean. Patrick, what's your answer? I'm going to say no. You wouldn't? Mm. I would, I would do shit. it, but I would do it differently 
now that I know more about like hunting and hunting strategy. Oh yeah. I would just keep the food available for them just to keep deer around. But mm-hmm. I would, I don't think I would hunt over bait just because if, if you talk to people that actually bait and do that besides they, like Texas, they and turn things, nocturnal, they those. turn nocturnal yeah. and they're not, they're oh, not I'd for sure. Having on a timer. <laughs> right. But, uh, I, I would, I would just keep it available I just mean, to keep the deer around a little bit more. Maybe it's like I have a food plot now. Yeah, I don't hunt the food plot. No, no, none of us at do. all. Well, I, I do guess mine. I guess you do some. I do mine. Yeah. I hunt near it. Yeah, in the transition area between it, but I don't hunt, actually hunt the food plot. Right. I did when I first started in that area. Yeah. And I didn't have any luck, so I quit hunting it. There's only two states that I know that it's legal in, just because I just happen to know Kansas and Texas. Oh yeah, for to our Kansas, Kansas and Texas uh-huh. listeners, I know y'all are out there. Let us know what you do. Do you bait in your yeah. state? Does it, I don't know if it actually matters. Like I don't think you can just go out there, pour a fifty, you know, pound bag of corn, and then you're going to kill a one fifty. You're going to have a day. big ass set of raccoons there. Is what I know. Right. I don't, I just don't think it's got the appeal, and maybe it's just because we're in a state that uh, doesn't allow it. Everybody thinks because you know I'm sure people in Missouri bait deer just not supposed to. Right, but uh, I don't know. I just don't think I don't see the allure to it. But I would, I, I would throw corn out there just to keep them around. I mean, hell, I grew corn just so, right, just right. to have it. It's so. basically illegal, a legal way. It's to, a legal way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I did my research and I was like, because it just seems sketchy. I was like, but I was like, no, I'm following all the right rules. Yeah, I can we do talk, this. We talked about that before. Yeah. I mean, you do. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, the, it, there's really if not. If I mow it down, is it baiting? If yeah. I put it in a pile, if I right. if I was to rake up all the corn out there and put it in a pile, yeah, is it baiting? I grew it right there. Yeah. See, I don't know if you can rake it. I think you can mow it. You can mow it, but I don't think you'd take. I don't know. See, I didn't get that far in the weeds, but <laughs> I know is, you can grow it, and I know you can mow. That it. is in the weeds, yeah, right there. I know you can grow it, and I know you can mow it. So, so yeah, I, and I'm sure I know it's legal in other states. I just I know Kansas and Texas are the only two that I know. Right. So I'd like to hear from our listeners from those yeah, two I'm states. I'm curious. I just don't. I don't think it's the end all be all sort of thing. Yeah. But, you know. Whatever. All right, that's my one of my questions. I like Let's that get the one. next one. I like that one. I thought it was different. Yeah, I got. That's I, why got, I said I liked it. Yeah, I got. An, do you want me to just go ahead and finish yeah, my question? Yeah, I was waiting for the next one. Okay, I got another. <laughs> None of us have other ones. All right, here's another. We're gonna have to carry the show. Here's another legality. One. Oh my god! All right, would you still hunt? Okay, I'm gonna paint a picture for you. <laughs> It's 2033. Would you rather? <laughs> it's no. T- it's 2033. The hippies have taken over. Oh, God. And they have stripped away our rights oh, as Americans to not hunt anymore because, not because scientifically, you know, people are out there doing it, but. They just can't. They cancel they, us. They cancel hunting for us. Would you still hunt? Yes. Yeah, Even though yep, it was legal. See, I say that. I have a hard time believing that you would. Because I'm not a rule breaker? Exactly. I have a hard time believing that you would actually do it. That that would be would one that hunt. I would I would uh I don't know. I mean I I I guess I'm talking a big game right now. But yeah. if if the US government came down to us outdoorsmen and women and said you can no longer hunt. We have found that you just don't need to. For I whatever would, reason. And I feel like in my heart right now I would tell them fuck you. I'm no. doing I'm going to hunt. At the same time, I also don't like getting arrested and shit. <laughs> so. I think we'd have a lot bigger problems, you know, if that if we're getting rid of hunting means that probably there's a lot of the snowball issues. Yeah, but I, I definitely have a feeling that that uh, 
That'd be a hard, hard no for me. Yeah. I mean, have you ever hard had no, deer jerky? Hard no what? Like, <laughs> right? you, you would keep hunting? Yeah, yeah, yeah they can go up. jump off a cliff. Yeah. Kiss on this, right? Yeah. 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 Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> Catch me outside. I'm, like, super proud of these questions. Like, you've really put thought into it. I got another one. You ready for another one? I'm, I'm just, are we, are I mean, we still Especially on my own property. That would what pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And are we still letting this one marinate a little more? I mean, we can. Because let's, let's put, think, like, if they took away our hunting rights. They take away your hunting rights. Which, let's, by the way, folks, they are trying to do. Oh, every day. Every day, they are coming after the They're, low-hanging fruit, which like right wolves, now is hound hunting. Wolves, you know, wolves. bears, hound hunting. Yep. They're doing all this bullshit. It's ridiculous. But how do I want to say it? I could go along with it for a little while, but let's just say shit gets wild out there. You know, people don't have work. The economy's crashing. For whatever reason, it's just not legal. If you're telling me that I can't go hunt to feed my family, you can straight F off. But I'm my, do my point is if, if we've lost our hunting rights – all of them, based on your question, if we've lost our hunting rights, what else have we lost? Like Andy was kind of getting yeah. Are we lost? I don't. Are they taking any. our guns? I don't know. Because I'm if if like the guns have well, I lost already my come. Accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If the guns are coming in the equation, I don't think we're ever going to get to the hunting <laughs> sure right problem. You don't own a boat. The <laughs> <laughs> buddy's boat. Yeah, yeah. I but, lost him in that I horrible mean, I, boating accident. Truthfully, I, I to get real deep on it, I feel like that's a God-given right. I mean, that is, you go oh, back. I agree. You go biblical on it. God put the animals here for us. I wish I, I, wish I remembered the verse, but Genesis is something. Yep. It says, pick up your bow and go. Bow and arrows and go. Yeah, yeah go hunt. Yep. Genesis something was in there. It's true. So It is It's in the Bible. I and to do in it. the Bible, it tells you not to eat fruit. It says, uh, don't eat these fucking apples. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's like the forbidden fruit. There might be some context there, there, but <laughs> yeah, I think you're missing a little bit. I could, I just picture like, what's that meme? Like, don't eat the apple. <laughs> I think it might have been the peach. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the peach is what got him, got him in trouble. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah you're right, Andy. Like, I mean. That's uh, you're kind of right. We, we, it's allowed to be regulated now, just because I think there has to be organi- organization to it, and for, to per, for preservation. Right. And I would, if it was to the point where they were like, we don't have any deer left, if we continue to hunt, I I would step away. Right. Oh, for preservation that's a different, purposes. That's a different argument. Right. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just you know saying. Yeah. Uh, our deerhood, our deerhood in the state of Missouri drops to three hundred and. 3,000 deer or some shit. They're right. like, listen, yeah. guys, if we keep hunting, they're going to be gone. But if it's That's for a, different a, story. a food control purpose, like, you know, you're talking about, like, I don't say a doomsday reason, but like, right. a, like, nope, we're controlling. You can only, you know, buy your food here. Mm-hmm. You can't go hunt this. Yeah, sorry. Nope. Yeah. No, thanks. Don't don't look my freezer. Pass. <laughs> I might be changing the name of this episode. Uh, we ponder the world's deepest questions. The other ones aren't as deep. <laughs> You got more? Yeah, I got more. Dang. He, he came prepared. Y'all I had something some in my head. Y'all want to stick? Well, this ain't really political. No, you just keep going, man. Right. We ask, right. what is the, the the news station says we ask the hard-hitting questions? Somebody said that one time, I think. 
I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't watch the news. Thanks, Dan Rathers. Yeah. (laughs) Brian Busby over here. Brian Busby, baby. Are headshots ethical? And I'm not talking about coyotes. F them fuckers. But, (laughs) you know, deer. Let's just say. I got asked that question on a podcast a couple weeks ago. Are headshots ethical? I think so. Dan Johnson asked me that question on coyotes a couple weeks ago. Would you take a headshot? And I'm like, yep. If I felt like. I can make the shot, and it's the only shot I was given. I'm not just going to take a headshot on a coyote. Now, I'm assuming, I mean, obviously the intention is you're going for brain, right? Right. Sure. I mean, that's a instant death. I feel like that's a quick instant kill. So if it's dead as quick as possible, feels mm-hmm. the very li- least, I think it's. Are you at, So you're asking on deer. Mm-hmm. Where I'm sitting right now in this room. I would not take a headshot on a deer because I don't feel confident I could hit that spot right there. You know, on a deer, like, I'm guessing you aim for that eyeball basically, right, or something. I don't feel like... I would aim more, like, for the ear, like, temple area. Sure. Yeah. I just... It'd be, like, more in between. It depends on the distance, too. Yeah. I mean, like, you'd have to be sitting still, standing there. I feel like this is the same argument as, like, the frontal shot with with a a bow bow and arrow. Which I think that's a money shot. It, it's situational. It's this yeah. distance. It's ang- angles. It's a lot of stuff. Very lethal shot. Right. If, if the if situation done. is right. Yeah. Right. But if, if you if, done if you correctly. mess up, so like if you take a shot on a deer in normal kill zone, right? Let's say, and you miss uh, to the the gut side mm-hmm. with a rifle. Well, I right. guess we're talking about in this situation. If you miss to the gut side, you probably that's still that deer's still gonna die somewhere. And if you miss to the shoulder side, you're with a gun, you're probably still going to kill that deer. Right. With the headshot, if you miss it all, you m- m- likely aren't killing that deer and you're jacking them up at the same time. You've seen we've all seen those videos of them walking around with their jaw hanging off. But at the same time you know, though, if you if you miss a broadside shot and you hit it in the guts, there's no guarantee it dies. You could gut shot a deer and it might, you know. Oh, it'll die. Now, whether you find it or not. It'll get an infection and die. Yeah. If you shoot a deer in the head and you blow off a chunk of its skull and it lives for a while it's gonna die that's true it's gonna get it yeah, it'll die still, so but. i still think it it comes back to your skill set there you go it comes back to you know a broadside 700 yard shot is not an ethical shot where that range is for some people is different right a 300 yard shot for some people isn't for some people is mm-hmm um, I just finally got comfortable to the point where I felt for me for the rifle it was. I used to th- not think anything over 200 yards for me was n- a no-go. Mm-hmm. The more I practice, the more I feel it's ethical now for me to take that shot. So I think the the headshot's the same scenario. It's not a it's not a cookie-cutter answer for everybody. Yeah. That's why my answer is no, because I just don't feel like I yeah. right yet have this, the trigger time behind that new gun that I'm going to be using for deer. Because I've only hunted it with a daytime now. Mm-hmm. Once, maybe, was it? Went before that. Mm-hmm. I had scope issues. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I would take the shot right now. What about you, Patrick? Uh, for me, it's a no. Like, personally, no. I want a bigger target. That way, they say aim small, miss small. But there's also other factors that come to, you know, in the shooting. You have adrenaline. You have weather wind right all that other factors that come in i prefer a larger target to where if i'm off that little bit i'm still in a good situation to make a clean kill yeah where yeah. you know 
because I'm most of the time, me personally, I look lungs. If I get two lungs, it's going to die and it's going to die quickly, whether with a bow or a rifle. Mm-hmm. That's me personally. But I mean, I mean, if you have the shot and you're comfortable with it, I'm not going to knock you for it. But once again, ain't I'm my not tag. Gonna do it. I mean, I, that you and I pretty much have the similar view. That's the, that my thought is. I just if I'm off an inch with a, a rifle on that big target, it's gonna it's gonna make it's gonna do the di- the job. Right. If I'm off an inch on a headshot, that could be the difference between, like I said, yeah, boom or just. Opening up the skull and making it suffer for the next three weeks before it's dying. Where I'd be the jack as it shoots an antler off. Right. <laughs> well, I would. I mean, that's what I would never do it on a buck. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even wouldn't even try it. Just right. see the antler. Just yeah. I mean, well, mine. It comes down to why. Why do you want to do the headshot? The only thing that I can think of is if you're doing headshots, yeah, it's going to die instantly. It's either going to die instantly or more than likely you're going to miss. You know, because you're mm-hmm. you're target so small but you're what you're gaining is you more potential you can get more meat off the animal potentially you know if you're if you're if you're hitting shoulder you got meat loss for the most part so uh, like i said i'm not going to knock somebody if they're if they're comfortable with doing headshots more power to them i'm just i i don't find it necessary for you know my yeah. style of hunting yeah but now what about archery? We're all in no on that one, right? Yeah, I don't no. think I would. Don't think archery. Archery headshot? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, <laughs> I was like, please explain. Now Go the ahead. jugular works very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we we Nathan's you got and the I both know down. this. I know that by accident. No, me and me and Pat both well. know this. But it was an accident, right? It was a. Well, I mean, we can both tell our stories because we. This Truth, is a BS session. Truthfully, though, I've I've heard people say that they intentionally shoot deer in the neck. Man, it's just like I don't know how you can plan to to hit that correctly. If See, you knew your deer anatomy, I guess. I mean, well, no, I'm. But, I know the deer anatomy. I'm saying, even if you're like 15 yards from a deer, the string jump, that neck, that jugular would move. That's like the first thing they move. Yeah, yeah like that neck. neck. So, I got and I Pat, you had this happen too. I think right, mm-hmm. both of us have, but. My first bow buck I ever killed was at he was at forty yards, um, yeah, thirty seven I think or something like that. Uh, I actually went to draw on him and my shoulder or my elbow hit the tree behind me, so I had to stand up. When I stood up, my stupid ass knee popped, and then of course he was like, "What's that?" And he's looking around, doesn't see me, doesn't smell me. So I, I, you know, anchor down. And like I said, this is my first bow buck ever. So I'm nervous as shit. And I shoot. And as soon as I shoot, I'm like, ah, that wasn't good. And I see the arrow go in front of him, hit the, hit the uh, beans. And he turns around and takes off. I'm like, yep, I missed. That didn't, I heard it. It didn't hit anything. Well, as soon as that deer turns around though, his neck turns red. Just, I'm like, that was weird and then he bounds off hops over this field you know maybe or hops into the timber over this little berm and then i swear i start hearing him crash and i'm just like super confused at that point what in the hell i missed him i'm confused so i call my brother-in-law russell and i'm like hey i just shot at a deer but i'm i think i missed but i could have swore i saw blood on him and I thought I just heard him crash in, so I'm going to get down. I get down, find my arrow. Arrow, 
I don't remember if it was I don't remember it being that bloody to be honest with you but I look out in the beans and the beans are just painted and I'm like what <laughs> so I just walk over that and he was in this it looked like a murder scene man like he was dead within seconds yeah and what happened was I missed so badly that it went through his jugular and he was dead like that um dumb luck is all it was it was i missed that poorly that um he still died so i took it um and you know that was my first my first buck would i attempt to make that shot uh, not a chance in hell myself just like you said like that's the first thing they do like is they drop that shoulder neck or that you know their shoulders and they're they're kind of boom that, loading up yeah, yeah that's their first thing so uh, i mean man that's a quick movement of that jugular and right it's a small small target oh yeah yours was similar wasn't it well yeah andy was with me we were hunting in a out of a ground blind and this is the first is a doe that i killed this first one i ever killed and there was one at like what was it like 12 yards yeah and i drew on her but there was a the cross beam of the the blind was in the way. I couldn't shoot. And Andy's behind, next to me with the camera, just hold still, hold still. You're doing good. Just hold your draw, hold your draw. And then she fin- just needed to take like one step. And she would not move. And Andy ranges the one behind her at twenty something yards and goes, "Fuck it, shoot that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> so I moved and thought I had settled, and I punched the the release bigger than shit well to be fair he had drawn for like two minutes yeah. and it I'm like it it had to hit something the way she kicked and then next thing I know she runs 30 yards across us and is piling up I'm like well I, great I made a great shot I was super excited <laughs> yeah walk over grab the arrow and I mean it's like you said it's a bloodbath five gallon bucket walk over there and I'm like yeah, that was not where I was aiming at all. I missed by like a foot where I thought I had the pin at. At 20 yards. I mean, but it worked. I'm glad it worked. Cause, Did the job. But, um, yeah, it was not It's not a what you planned for. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> I like, man, you, I mean, you were, you're carrying this show tonight, man. He I is. got another one. I just keep he bringing is. it. I got, I got a couple. But I like I like well, I got, I got one more Micah Wednesday Q and A. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I got one more till I'm gonna have to Micah start Wednesday Q and A. Should I name it that one? <laughs> Micah's Wednesday Q and A. Yeah, not bad. All right. Should crossbows have their own season? Yes. Oh shit! You yeah. are. What are you trying to do? Get us like canceled, man? Get us canceled. Hey, man. We speak the truth. <laughs> Uh, you want to know my truthful answer? I, I guess we should say, how, where do you think crossbows fit in the hunting world? My answer is, should crossbows have their own season? I think you might be surprised. My answer is no. Okay. There are. Where do they fit in hunting? Right where they are right now. So you think that they should be able to hunt during our Now, season? I don't know much about some of these badass crossbows that shoot 500 feet per second or whatever they do but i think joe I, rogan says it they're shitty rifles is what they are yeah, i guess that's a good way to put you it you could you could out to 100 yards you know you could kill a deer potentially yeah. let me let me make my argument okay and this is 
strictly because of the last few years, me personally. My sons would not get to go hunting near as much in an archery setting that they wouldn't get to. They wouldn't get to go hunting archery setting because they can't with a compound. Now they can. Obviously, there's guys out there and gals out there who have not been able to pull back compound bows for whatever reason, and they've been able to um, use them during regular archery season anyway, I think, with doctor's notes back in the day. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's just such a good hunter recruitment tool. I mean, and I'm a perfect example. Both my sons have now gotten to go archery hunting earlier than they ever would have got to because of crossbows. That's my argument as to why they belong during in the archery season. That's that's why I said yes or no, whatever the answer was. No, I got you. I think they're fine where they are. That's me. I think I know what Andy. We're looking at me, Micah. I want I want to hear what you got. On, honestly, I, Andy's about to be like, "Screw your sons." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, my truthful opinion is I think it should go back to the way it was uh, for the most part. I think there should be an age limit. See. I think there should be a disab- – if you're over that age limit, go back to the doctor's note. Like, you have to have a disability and a need to or you couldn't um, – and then also I, w- I, I'm, I, I will agree with Nate. I don't know how to put this non-offensively, but I think it's a benefit to help get children and – some women, there's plenty of women who can draw back a bow and hunt with a compound bow. Some are little, though. and But there's yeah. some that's just by stature can't. So I'm not opposed to that. I feel like an abled body person, and I'm not going to lie to you. There might be a day that I fucking hunt with a crossbow. I don't know. But I feel like an able body person for the, I don't say, tradition of archery should still have, you know, that, I don't know. Still Do you feel it. like some people take the easy way out? Oh, ad- absolutely. I, I, if you're saying that people aren't, you're ignorant. Which I guess, you know, once again, I guess that's a, their prerogative, right? Their tag. But my argument was from my my way was why I said what I said with the boys. And I you know, agree. I don't even think about some ladies. But, I agree with I agree yeah. with that with the, with the boys because I'm 100% with you and an advocate to get people outdoors and do the right things. Right. If they can't do it, but see, I also think they should regulate crossbows and none of this hundred yard bullshit. Right. And no, and like it should be something you also have to practice with to become sufficient, just like a compound bow. And you know, if we're not shooting deer at a hundred yards with a kind, which I realize, okay, if whatever his name is, fucking run around shooting shit away. Can't think of his name right there. I'm not sure you're talking Cameron about Haynes. Haynes. Cameron Haynes. Cameron Haynes is running around shooting shit at 70, 80 yards. Doesn't mean that Andy eh, Humphreys. Nah, eh. he practices. He practices. Right. There. I know, but yeah. I'm just throwing out a general example. I don't know. It doesn't mean that I should be, but I think it's something you should have to practice, become sufficient at, to be able to spend the time in the woods. People take advantage of it, and it it takes away the hard work from somebody. That's putting in the time, putting in the effort. Somebody just go buy one and shot. Oh, I shot this one 75 yards from a crossbow. I really want to throw a grenade into this whole thing for a second, but I'm going to let Pat answer first on his, his opinion. Well, then I'm going to throw the grenade in. Andy and I think a lot alike. I'm, I'm fine with it if you were not able body 
a youth. You physically cannot draw back a bow. But I know several people that are 100% able of shooting a bow. Talk about shooting bows, but they hunt with a crossbow because it's easier. Yeah. And, like, if you want hunt, you want an easy hunt rifle season. Like. But the season's not as long. That's I don't care. You season. don't need it to be as long. You get to hunt the rut in Missouri. Yeah. That's kiss my point. ass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's kiss, kiss my ass. I'll hunt for two months <laughs> and not even pick up a fucking <laughs> rifle. <laughs> I mean. Now, that's a good point, though. In Missouri, if they were to move the rifle season out of the rut and put archery in the rut, would I be more comfortable? I would probably be more comfortable with people using crossbows then. I don't know if I would. I don't. Di- Less deer would die. I mean, that's that's the that's going to be a statistical fact. That's true. Just because a crossbow sure. is like you just said, a shitty rifle, quote unquote, right? Yeah. But I, I can I throw my grenade in there first? For sure. So you know we're making, which I, I understand your guys' arguments, he, and he, I don't he, disagree. He's gonna throw the longbow into yep. it. Yep. What about those people that say the same shit about compounds yeah. compared to the? Recurve. You're more of a man than I am, but kiss you know, my ass. you know what I'm valid, saying. Like, no, there's an ar- there's an argument. There. There's an argument there. there. Like, well, I sit here and I use the bow that is made how it was I originally. Only, I can only shoot twenty. I yards. can shoot twenty yards. Now you you guys are shooting out to sixty or you're fifty. Right. This is you know you're cheating. That's valid. My I guess my point is where do you draw the line? Where right. where do we say this is this is too much? And I'll be I, honest, draw, I draw the line at let's just say every crossbows sighted in perfectly already mm-hmm. you could go and you could buy one at bass pro go out to a stand and shoot a deer without putting any practice in it with a crossbow a longbow and a compound sort bow. of pisses me off yeah that like that would piss a dude like you us off that they that's where i draw yeah. the line yeah I, I get you my thing with longbow and compound it's the nothing against people that can't physically do it but it's extra physical ability to yeah i may have to come to draw in hold it's 10 times harder with a longbow because there's no let off you may be have to draw and then you can't move again right because right. they're not in position and they're they pinpoint you yeah with a rifle i'm just gonna swing and shoot anyways Who yeah gives a shit but or even a you know crossbow at that point i mean yeah. i've seen people do some stupid shit online with crossbows yeah no, I'm I agree. A, I, I agree mean, with that. I mean, personally, and, I'm not a fan, but I see your point with kids. And and I, listen, the, I'm not the bit like uh, the second my son can start hunting with a compound, he's going to. Right. Just you know, I I would have not, you know I would have never had that memory with him two seasons ago when he shot his first deer with a bow because it was a crossbow. That would have never happened. So me personally. I'm okay with them being in the season they're in. I don't think, you know, yeah, um, some deer are going to get killed that might not have been before because, you know, the person might not have been close enough with a compound and that neighbor of yours ends up killing the deer you're after. But, you know, shit happens, man. I, I don't know. I just – I don't know how you would how you would try to I would segment feel, those. I would feel better about it if they weren't turned up so ridiculously Man, fast. they're getting crazy, aren't they? And I don't know where you draw the line, like Micah said, of, okay, you're, these compound bows, there's some of them shooting 360 feet per second. Well, these crossbows, they're 400-something feet per second. 
where do you draw the Isn't line? there one that is hitting five now or something? I don't know, but okay, Probably. you got to think of the grain arrow. If you do like, you know, force equals mass times acceleration. Technically, your compound bow is probably still hitting that deer harder than it's bo- it's very that possible. crossbow. But a bolt is so much shorter, I've low, noticed, yeah. than uh, that weighs much lighter either. too. Yeah, well, I know, like my son, the bolts, because that's one thing I was worried about. I'm like, man, this does, there ain't nothing to this, and I've got a hundred, you know, hundred grain broadhead on the end of it. And mm-hmm. I remember even when he shot that deer, and it's not even like the nicest crossbow in the world. I think it's it's a decent crossbow, right? But it's a 10-point, I think. Or no, it's the off-brand to 10-point, whatever that is. Barrett? Huh? Is it Barrett? No, Barrett's a different brand. Anyway, well, I remember when he shot that deer, I thought he missed because it was so damn fast. I and mean, we hadn't been practicing. I just still wasn't ready for the speed. Um, I thought he missed the damn deer at first. It just yeah. zipped right through him. And see, I, I, I own a crossbow. It is a cheap, very cheap crossbow. Um. You have to pre- like the scope has a line for twenty, line for mm-hmm. thirty, line for forty, and maybe that's the answer. You have to go to open sight crossbow instead of one with the scope. I don't know. Does that exist? Yeah. Hmm. My brother used to have one that has the. It looked like a bow sight had a pin on it. Um, I mean, this is a while back, but I, I think you know you take away that flatness, quote unquote, of a crossbow and make it to where it is. Uh, I don't know how, how you want to call it. There's some skill in there you have to practice with. That'd be fine. Man, Micah, you really like you know, you really we're bringing canceled like that. now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just it's, such. I a, mean, it's a it's a it's a what is it? I mean, a touchy it's a hot, subject. It's for a, a hot topic. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. You know, when, really when either, it comes down to the brass tacks yeah. of it, I don't care. If you want to hunt with a crossbow, hunt with a crossbow. If it gets you out in the woods, man, more power to you. I'm not gonna do it. Just not gonna do it. I don't care. But what? just like we do with your tags i don't care if you shoot a freaking spike if that's legal if you want to kill whatever you want to kill that's fine that's up to you man if i jack up my shoulder tomorrow i'm hunting I'm, yeah i'm doing with it with a crossbow for sure but we'll use my teeth <laughs> i mean that's a thing that is i've a thing. seen it it looks yeah. badass yeah it looks sweet but i mean hopefully don't have to do that right you know i'd rip my I'll teeth just, right out of my head i mean it's it's whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll give people shit. Like I got a buddy, I give him shit all the time. Oh, yeah. It's fun, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, decision. it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. It's up to you, man. Well, it's a season. I, I it's not going anywhere. No. in Missouri, and I got a question that's similar to that that we'll get into later. But yeah. and like, where, where's the line get drawn? Like, what if the next thing co- comes out is semi-automatic crossbows? Or there's then, a, well, like, there's a push for there's uh, a air rifles. Double. I was going to say air rifles. Air rifles that shoot, during archery season that shoot uh, they shoot arrows. arrows. See, I I knew there was going to be another thing like the the, yeah. the next thing. There was something else. There's a crossbow that just came out. It is a double bolt. Oh, I've seen. What those. is it? It's a, it's got it's two oh, arrows it's like, loaded it's like up. An over under sh- over under shotgun. Well, how it, does stuck, it, There's you, two triggers. You rack two bolts at has, the same time. It has two cables. two strings two cables. Huh. That seems crazy. It's got two triggers. So that that was my point is, as you guys just explained to me, all this new shit that I guess I guess the purest in me wants to say, when does it not become archery? Well, then you can go, okay, we can we can take it from that. It was, you know, define archery mm-hmm. at that point is what you have to do. <clears throat> we can keep going, okay, and there's alternative method season in Missouri. They allow. Yeah, that's being pushed too. They allow. AR pistols. AR pistols. Five five six caliber. You got three hundred blackout caliber. You got. Oh, shit. you can six arc. 
Yeah, six it's an AR fifteen platform. As long as it's, I forget the measurements. I don't know if you guys see those two forty three pistols, or like there's, you know, the yeah, they're they're rifle cartridge pistols. Yeah, where the line? Where's the line? Because it it used to be muzzleloader season. Then it was muzzleloader and pistols. Well, technically, that's a pistol. Mm-hmm. So it looks a lot like a rifle. You know, I, I <laughs> when I grew up, it was muzzleloader season. It was a right straight bore. Muzzle loader, and that was what you. Well, done. hell, they yeah. got muzzle loaders out there now. Three hundred yards. Three hundred, five hundred yards. Yeah. They're you know, that's oh, insane. Mo- yeah, modern muzzle loaders are. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Now you do only get one shot, and well, you could have more, but it's going to take you a minute to get going. I don't uh, know why we can't bring it up, but on here. But speaking of muzzle loader season, are you guys interested in going during muzzle loader season to Colorado? When is that? The week after we normally go. It's still during. Archery. Is that com- is that coming up Sunday? That's going to be a topic. We got a meeting. We got yeah. a meeting. We're going to do our meeting here Sunday. Uh, something to think about. I ain't got to an answer if you don't want to. But n- no, my schedule is the only thing I'm worried about. I have no problem potentially doing it. Although I'd have to get a muzzle loader. I'd have to get one. <laughs> but no, we. I mean, some of us would be still archery hunting. Oh, I see what you mean. There's a few of us that that mean. are considering putting in for a muzzle loader tag. Yeah, we do have enough points and are considering trying to use those points. I hear what you're saying. I hear, I I see what you're putting down. My issue is I'm supposed to go to uh, Wisconsin for work for a week very soon after we get back from our trip. Yeah, I don't know if that's week. Now, so I can also be like, "Hey, boss, listen." I just took us down a huge rabbit hole. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you know, I guess that's a good question, Micah. Just because, like, when does it not become archery? To me, the purest in me is like archery is when you got to physically draw a bow back. You got to shoot it. Now, there's always exceptions. Like I, once again, I think kids, people you can go who so you know, far into it because, and I okay, think that's why the state the Garmin, ended up just saying, "Listen, crossbows, archery." The Garmin site, yeah, not a fan. It tells you where to shoot. You range it, and it moves you. I mean, kind of like the Sig site on the mm-hmm. gun. Uh, there's there's other ones that I mean, the electronics and sights is mm-hmm. another. You know, okay, is that. Where, where's too far too far yeah for me that's too far i don't like it but and see a, that's weird because i'm on the other po- i'm on I have the other range side finder in my pocket though yeah what's, right so, so what the hell is the same damn thing what's the difference and yeah. to me i don't it's just kind of funny because you and i are like on opposite sides because for me like that garmin site i don't give a shit that's that's cool range finders in the site yeah because i'm one of those like i got just oh, like you said cool. i got a range finder in my pocket what's the damn difference it's cool but to me that crosses a line somewhere that fictitious line we're talking about and it does cross person. the line in some states yeah like in, in colorado you can't use that yeah. site but yeah i don't know i mean that's that's why i think i would not want to be a uh rule maker because you're going to piss people off no matter what you right. what you do how you do it it's one of my favorite things to do just piss people off. You should be the rule maker then. That's a good one. I just, yeah, the the whole speed thing for me, like, there has to be a, a top end to it. I don't know. Air rifles that shoot arrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's getting pushed in our state. I don't think it's considered archery. It's probably. And I'm wondering if archery, like, I got to, like, like that, like, I wonder if it has to do with limbs. Like, you know, you're, you're project, like, you're. Right, it has a limb. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. or what the right terminology is, but like, you're a a limb and a string that drives a projectile forward. Right. Yeah, but like crossbows, like if you shoot a Boone and Crocker or whatever, it's not accepted because if it was a crossbow. Which 
I'll be honest with you. I can give Boone two shits if Boone and Crockett puts me in their not, book. Is not Missouri specific, right? That's Pope and right. Young. It's not. It, it doesn't go in Pope and Young. Pope and Young is archery only. Okay, yeah, Pope and, and they don't recognize crossbow kills. Me personally, I could give a shit if you well, don't, don't recognize about, me. I don't care about the books either. But yeah, anyways, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm never. I'll be honest one. with you. I have a. I've always had it, but I really want to kill a deer with a traditional bow. Never done it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I, how many years have I been wanting to get one? And then yeah. you guys, you got me hooked on coyote hunting. So Same. I spent all my That's money. That's basically about, about the time yeah. we did. Because I literally had my longbow picked out, ready to order. And then I'm like, mm, I'll do this rifle thing over here. <laughs> but, uh, oh, what the hell was I going to say? It was based on what we were just talking about. and it just fell out of my head, but. I don't know, yeah. I mean, it's it's a touchy subject, that's for sure, Micah. It is. You're bringing you're Barbara Walters up in this bitch we're tonight. Can't, we're canceled on half of our listeners right now. Nah. <laughs> you know what? We're we're approaching it the way we feel like we're approaching it, you know? I did so having one, a discussion. One time for work I went to a uh a CFM yeah. So CM yeah, conservation yeah, yeah conservation, conservation federation. federation Missouri. I was at, at a meeting there and um I didn't know what I was going into, but it, you know, CFM is a great organization for that. But that was a discussion, and it got really heated in that. So I mean, obviously, we all have our opinions here, but like those are the people who are helping decide some of these things, and it's just not, it's not an open consensus consensus, you know, of <coughs> of people, and it, it's a hard decision. But at the end of the day, it's getting more people in the woods, which is a good thing. Well, you know, and Dan Johnson makes a perfect example when like, oh, I, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, Anyway, but when he's talking about, like, what is cheating, and basically that's what my question here in a while is going to come up. Like, is a tree stand cheating? It's giving you an advantage over the deer. Is a crossbow cheating? It's giving you an advantage over, you know, the compound hunter. Is a rifle cheating? Uh, is using scent uh, cover cheating? Like, what? Yeah. what is who's – the, who's the judge, jury, and executioner on what is and what isn't? Yeah. Uh, are trail cams cheating? Are – Cell cams that are sending you real time, inf- like all these things, which don't Dude, don't answer the question. We're back to sticking, you know, the sharpened stick, right, for a spear, right, like that. And part of the argument which is, I'd also try. We are human beings. <laughs> our weapon is our mind. Like we we get the advantage over animals and are able to kill them because we can figure out how to do it. At the end of not the day, because we're faster, comes, stronger, any of that. It comes down to a quick ethical kill. Yeah, exactly. Can you do it ethically and quick? Yeah, that's a good point. What else you got over there, bro? That's all I got. Okay, you want me to get do mine? They ain't got me better than mine, but whatever. <laughs> so this is one we actually had in our podcast, Ideas. It was an a idea for an off-season show, so perfect. Um, changes in technology and how they're going to affect regulations moving forward. Stuff like cell cams that send you real-time photos. Um, uh, drones. They'll be banned within five years. All those things. Like, when does fair chase, I guess, stop being fair? And what are things that aren't fair to you? Like I was saying with tree stands. Somebody's made the argument before that a tree stand is, you're tricking a deer. That's, That's not fair chase. I guess that's an argument. But, like, technology is going to keep advancing. 
to me, fair chase has to do with confinement of the animal. Like, as long as that animal's allowed to move freely about. Okay, so let me paint a picture for you just because I want to be an asshole and actually, you know, Let's like argue. You know I like to. I, I get a, I go buy a drone and I get it up in the air and I fly it over the woods and I'm not saying I'm doing this by the way I'm just painting a picture and let's just pretend it's perfectly legal at the time do to do to do there he is gonna go kill him is that fair chase no I literally didn't my my point it to using technology in that manner but you are no longer hunting the animal. But you said it's legal, correct? In in my scenario right here, it's a legal thing to do. Then I feel like it is fair chase. That, that to me, it's not, not. The animal is not confined. Sure. The animal. Is you're not. still gonna have a hell of a hard time getting on that animal. That's what I said. Shot. Like, if you're doing it with a rifle and you got a few guys, I think it's easy. But if you get a bow, I don't care. I don't care if you know exactly <laughs> what tree he's under. I still don't think getting up on him, that's going to be To me, that's difficult. no longer hunting. It's on your it's, own property. It's, it's on your right. I agree. You know, it's like you're, you're I'm just I'm trying to argue killing. with you, but yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't think it's I don't think it's I also ethical. F- I also feel that way about real-time cell cam pictures. Like, I'm sitting in this room with you guys right now, and it's hunting season. And I ding. Oh, deer's right there. Run outside, shoot him. Done. Yeah. See, the thing with trail cam pictures of that camera is stationary they cross your camera going one direction nothing says they don't nothing says they're still going that direction walk around your camera go back the way they came from you have no idea it just says hey they're in the area Mm -hmm. which is the same thing that drones doing in my scenario yeah saying there he is you could theoretically keep keep it up in the air keep that thing up there and be with it especially with drones then you're pushing most of the time you have to be in range for the remote to work with a drone. Which I have no but idea. See, I've never had a drone. The, the motorized vehicle deal, okay, so can I run them down with the side-by-side? You see what... If they're pigs. You see what the argument... <laughs> That's what like, I'm talking about. Fair for pigs. <laughs> fair for, that would be funny shit. Did you see that one video that dude just freaking ran it over with his truck? It was running right at him down a gravel road, and he just... Oh, no, I did not. Boonk. I really want to see that. He's in Texas. He's got a brush guard on the front of his truck, and a, a pig's just running right down the gravel road right at him. He just stays on the gas, and... Boom. Just oh. finishes it. But well, what my, my point is, you see the arguments I think we're going to start having here in the next couple of years as this technology keeps getting better I, and better. I, I think they, I mean, like that drone, what's the drone recovery guy? The, yeah. I, I have a feeling that it's going to be outlawed in the next three to five years. So you have if, like places like, like Colorado, you can't technically hunt within 24 hours of being on a plane. I think you're going to have to. Is that Colorado or is that Alaska? I know Alaska is like Colorado's that. Colorado's like that. Uh, okay. Uh, so I think you're going to have like some same stipulations and things. I would imagine for stuff like that. Like you can't. I don't know, I don't know how you regulate that, but I don't know if you. Yeah. What do you like? Who decides something's fair chase? Right. Because that drone deer recovery, um, the, the thermal deer, deer recovery people. Because uh, there's several of them out there now. On one hand, it's a very effective way to find a deer. It's a I, hell of a tool. I, th- like, I think it's a great it's, thing it's if you're not almost more effective than dogs. Not if, waste if, meat, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a great. If thing that's there. what, uh, and I'm saying what they're doing. They're oh no, doing it the right they're way. They're doing that. Yeah, they're doing it the right way. They're using it to find 
deer that have been but shot. that have been shot but someone somewhere down the is line is going to use people it the wrong way. are pieces of shit yep somebody's going to use that to you know break the law mm-hmm. and and unfortunately even in you've seen some of their videos that they put out on youtube sometimes they find the deer and it's not dead or um the deer doesn't look like it's going to die like it's just feeding and now the people that they're searching for that deer for know where that deer is. Right. Right. Once he leaves that property, he has no idea. It's not his fault. I mean, he was just trying to find a deer that has, has been shot, but it goes right back to the, the picture I just painted five minutes ago. That's the same That's the same thing. Like, now they know exactly where that deer is. Are they going to go out and, you know, take care of it? Now, if the deer is injured and in trouble, obviously, now they can go dispatch it the next morning when they – can start hunting again with their their bow or whatever is legal at that time but yeah i like you see dude those are badass videos oh they're but that, sweet that is technology getting really 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 hardcore and you know it's right into our world of you know like how far away are we getting from being hunters you know like our our cell cams now or our our cutting link systems our cell cams now some of us people out here calling ourselves hunters would be gatherers <laughs> if it wasn't for technology. Yeah, like all of our cameras, we have cell cams now, so we get that email twice a day and, you know, it's just uh, like, is that fair chase? Some, some people sta- argue it's some, not. Some yeah. states say no. Yeah. Because there's some states outlawing. Arizona just. says Arizona I think just Arizona took another, another cap state just did it. Uh, what state just did it? Kansas. Kansas. Kansas just did something. What did they do? It was cell cameras, I think. On public land. On public land. Cell on phone cameras land. on public land. And I think or, I think the main reason they do it out there is because of the harassment of animals. Because they're getting tired of... I don't think it was cell... Was it cell cameras or was it just cameras in general? I, uh, I think Kansas, it was, just, I think it was I think cameras in general. In Arizona, it was just cameras straight up at straight all. Straight up. Kansas, I have no idea. It, it was I can one see of the public two. land because, like, like you said... In and out. Yeah. Constantly, people come and go, checking your cards, doing that sort of thing, putting cameras out. You're at some point you're harassing it. wildlife. Yeah, I get. I, yeah, I, I understand it. Yeah, you know, especially on public land for sure. I get it. I understand. Which it. is where the cell cam is a benefit because you've set it and go leap, don't ever come back. Well, right. At the same time, right. it is public land, so if I want to go hike in there every day, you could. Yeah, could. So what's the difference? Right. There's an argument. There's not much one there. I'm just playing devil's advocate. A lot of different roads you can go down on all these. Right. Right. So you're out of questions? I'm out of questions, yeah. Pat just admitted he didn't have any. I have some now. Oh, you've thought of some? All right. Let's hear it. Well, let's hear it. What you got? Well, we've been talking about archery hunting. Any of you all making any big changes? Because it's about time to start shooting bows again. Funny you should say that. That was one of my questions. Anyone making any big changes, minor changes for their setups for the next year? I feel like I'm going to be making a big change that I am scared to make, but I think I'm doing it. I'm changing my bow. I'm changing my broadheads. I'm changing my sight. And possibly my release. Changing it all. Changing it all. There you go. Boom. You just start fresh. Can I get that thumb release back then? Yeah. I don't use it. (laughs) Uh I think I'm changing my bow this year. So the 12-year-old assassin might be, well, Retiring. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think he's just going to stay in the basement. A good little backup back yeah. bow. Backup back bow. Yeah. Uh, I might even get it restrung, actually, yeah. and, like, take it with us just in case. Like, I'm freaked out. 
Well, you you had that happen right when we got back from Colorado. You nicked your string. It was the last day in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I thought it was here, and then you didn't have a bow for the first week or whatever of archery season here or some mm-hmm. shit, right? And then I bought that new one that got ground tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, I think I'm changing my bow, my release. I love, so I'm not changing that. I'm not planning on changing arrows because I've still got twenty left. I'm not doing it. Well, I don't know. It depends uh, on the bow. Right. And you might have to change. You might have to, depending on just your depends, bow. depends, yeah. And um, I'm probably going to use the same site just because I, I like that site a lot. But the bow is most likely changing. I shoot a single pin right now. I want to go to a three pin slide. And that's what I already have. Right. So. I want to go to a three pin. It's, it's pretty nice. badass. I like yeah. it. I'm a fan. If Trophy Ridge would get their shit together and get freaking... Dude, I have never understood that. I don't get it either. They have got a awesome site, the React Trio Pro, sitting right there. And then the only offering is in 19 pin size. Yeah. Put some 10s like, on there. What? Why? I just want 10s. I can't use those 19s, man. It's just... Mm. I mean, I probably could, but... Such great technology. I'm just, I'm just not doing it. I'm out of spite now. Just be like, nope, I'm not doing it until you make it. Yeah, pretty much. And I talked to him at ATA. I don't know yeah. that's happening. Yeah, he said it yeah. probably wasn't. Andy? I don't know. Glad to see I'm the only one who puts any effort into Good this. <laughs> no, well. he, I'm ha- answering his question. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a question either. <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm uh, I Because you decided. like your VXR. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. my VXR. Dang, damn things, pretty much. New. I like my broadheads. Uh, it's it's about time for me to uh, change releases. Mine's getting older. I like my release, but I would be open to something different. Trying something. Uh, I like. I mean, I like my setup. My I, the sight is one thing. I have the I have a spot hog three pin slider. I like it, <coughs> but I kind of want to go to something just simpler. It sounds dumb. Like, I love practicing and jacking around, shooting at, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 yards. Right. It's fun to do, but it's not practical. And before I had kids, I had to So you thinking about going to like five pin fixed or something? I'm thinking about, yeah, going to a more of a five pin fixed, you know, the 10 pin side. The, the Trophy Ridge React 5. I, I, like, I like the idea of the React 5. I thought about even a seven pin just because I do, li- that I one do too. like See, shooting. I, I just don't know so why. Much. I don't know why you would want so much of that in your sight picture. I that's why I went that's to the single pin, yeah. man. I got tired because I was always shooting. But I'll, dude, like five I, pins, and I was like, there's just too See, much. But I didn't mind having five. That React trio that I or the React five pin that came in ten pin size, I liked it. It didn't bother me at all. But I, when I went to that three pin slider, I was just like, all right. It, As of right now, if I go to one, it's going to be the React Trio Pro, the five pin, or the React five, or the yeah, sorry, yeah. the React. React Five pin pro, whatever it is. Yeah, five pro, yeah. Yeah. Just because, and I thought about the Trio Pro. I might even still have that site. Uh, yeah, but it's not left handed. Oh, God. That's your own fault. Yeah, just flipped that, around. That's honestly like a, a lot of reasons. <laughs> yep, it's good. You laugh. There is a site that's in there that is just flipped over. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on Amy's bow once for the site. Did you? Yeah. But, I mean, part of being left handed, my draw length is 31 and a quarter. My bow selection for new bows is very limited. limited. Yep. Uh, so once I get something I like, it's hard for me to change because 
it's hard for me to get rid of old bows. Yeah, like you got a, you got a closet full of just old bows at this I point, have, don't you? I finally got rid of one of the other ones. I, at one point in time, I had four bows because they're not worth anything. People, I mean, there's some buy sell trade groups out there. Right. It's but, a small group of people, though. But it's a small group of people, and I have a bad habit. I keep a bow I like for you know five years. Well, by then the that's not the newest thing that's come out. A lot of people on those, you know, buy sell trade groups are wanting, uh, you know, within the last couple of year bow type deal. Right. And so it's out of the market. It's not relevant to what they're looking for. And okay, I can sell it for a hundred and fifty <coughs> bucks. Right. I'll just keep it. I don't know. I'm just. That's how I, like that's how I feel about my assassin. Like, who's going to want to buy a twelve year old bow? Right. So like that's a great backup. Although. I'm probably going to reuse that sight, so then what do you do? I guess I could just keep that sight on the bow and get another one of those sights, but those are expensive sights. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's a uh, and the weight of my black sight. gold, and it's custom made, too. Yeah. Yeah, you custom ordered your black gold. I custom gold. ordered that one. The weight of that uh, spot hog. It's pretty Is heavy. It pretty heavy? It's a pretty heavy sight, which, yeah. again, I really like it, but I thought about just simplifying it a little bit. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I always like them CBEs. Them CBE sides. Like the engages. Yeah. They seem I've, pretty sweet. They're heavy, too. Are they? Mm-hmm. I looked at one before I got my black gold. I like, though, they have steel. Um, the sight tapes are steel. Mm. Instead of tape? Instead of an actual tape. Yeah. Was it got like adhesive on the back of it, and you like? I think they screw. That they screw in. No shit. Yeah, they got yeah. little screws. That's nice. I I like that feature. Which I've never had a problem with my tape. Like me either. Tape. My tape's never had any issues. Yeah, but you know what's and, nice and like, about that? In like, the React one, it's got the deals anyways. Like it's got just lights or whatever you want to call it. So right. you don't even technically need the tape. But what I like about that is. Uh, like, if you get one that's just, oh, I didn't get the right tape. Because you know how you line up and you're like, okay, that's the right tape. Well, like on my my black gold now, it's just like a touch off. So, like, I have a mark for 41 or 40. Mm-hmm. Or not 40. I guess 50. Like, it's just a little. I know. So, like, when I, let's say I'm shooting 50 yards, I call it heavy 50. So, it's more like I go down to 51 just because I just touch off. Well, you can just unscrew that one and put it right back on the next one and you know you don't have to worry about oh i gotta peel this tape off and you know whatever because i didn't want to do that so i just sharpied and obviously when you know your bow you know your sight that's not a problem but it'd be really nice just to plug and play that's nice well i have an archery related question do you have any more questions no not yet that was the one okay so mine actually i was thinking of pat when i I uh, thought of this question earlier. Uh, so I would say out of the four of us in this group right now, not that me, Andy, and Micah have not worked hard over the past few years, but I would say Pat has put a lot of time in getting better with the bow. What do you, and this is for everybody, but what do y'all think is the one, the biggest thing you did to become a more proficient bow bow hunter or shooter of the bow? Shoot. Consistency. Shoot. This is going to be shoot. a quick question, shoot. Jesus. Yeah. Shoot. Consistency. Shoot. What's your one-word answer? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, I'm not going to dog on Pat. 
but I feel truly he went from probably the worst shooter in our group there for a little bit in the very beginning to the best. No, that's my point is like he, he – I don't know if I'd go best. Like I'm still going to beat all you <laughs> motherfuckers. We all, but, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Here we go again. <laughs> but that, my, that was my point is like I remember five, six years ago like we went to a, that shoot and you're just like, screw this. And then it was just like hour after hour after hour – how many different like uh, releases did you go through trying to figure out what you wanted? Like, like three releases. I've built done your own arrow. Four or five yeah, different yeah, yeah. arrow setups. So like that made me think of what was that one thing, which never is that easy of an answer. But what was the biggest thing that helped you become? I'd say so where you are now. And that, a couple and that, the answer is for, this is for all of us. But that was my. There's question. a couple things that helped me. Is one getting the bow tuned properly to what arrows I decided I picked kind of where I wanted to be with arrows I mm. played with a few got it to where what I wanted close to what I wanted was shooting great out of the bow they paper tuned perfectly the arrow flight was good and then it came down to practicing and making sure I was making good shots consistently and of course you know like I you guys have shot two or three different releases that I, or two of the thumb releases that I've tried and I ran one forever, the higher end one I didn't like. And all of a sudden, this this last year, I switched. Yeah, I picked it up one day. I'm like, I'll play with this one. Wow, that feels great. I'm going to shoot this one instead. And it worked. I mean, it's right. just a lot of it comes down to comfort. If you're comfortable with your equipment and you can make shots, like be comfortable shooting the bow. That's why I don't want to sh- get rid of my assassin. <laughs> it's No, I, I agree. That's I mean, when I was thinking of that question for you, you guys, then it made me think of like what made me a better shooter. What did I do over the past however long to become a better shooter? And I mean, it's kind of a twofold answer for me, but I think my release, the ones I re- was using prior, were not well suited for a guy like me. And when I found a good release off of some advice from a really smart archery person, um, that was like aha no- moment number one. And then I'm not saying I know how to shoot perfectly correct, but learning how to shoot going all, you know, following through, um, that changed a lot of shit for me using, cause I still use a trigger release, but there's a difference between having, when, when you hear trigger release, how do you automatically, um, envision someone using that trigger like this? Like pulling trigger? No, no. That, so you're not supposed to do. It. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have the finger there, and the tension is back tension. Yeah. Yeah. And when I learned to use those back muscles and like you know keep them, I guess flexed, whatever you want to call it, and through the shot and how to hold a bow correctly, because a lot of people, you know, you're just you're straight up and down. You don't want to be that way. When I got those pointers from um, Doug Hutchison. Mm-hmm. I felt like all of a sudden things started really clicking for me, and then you start shooting, 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 shooting. And uh, that was my biggest aha moment, I guess. So then it made me think, be a good question to ask Pat and everybody else. Yeah, I just didn't want to be a – how do I say it? I don't know. I have a real pet peeve if I'm watching hunting shows, and you, know, you there's all, and I'm not going to name any of them, but, and they'll show them Pussy. shooting their bow. They never hit the target, right? Like, I don't know what they're na- aiming for specifically. 
like on a block target or something, but it's never like in the center of any of the targets. And that's a big pet peeve for me. I'm like, I want to shoot like where I want to shoot. I don't want to be an inch or two off. You know, I want tight grips, tight grips. <laughs> I still to this day, and my bow's been paper tuned. I've tuned it. I have a deal with my arrow. I swear, and it probably has to do with it, my arrow length. I watch my fletching. Your arrows are 18 feet long. Not quite, but pretty close. <laughs> I mean, I can see my fletchings kind of kick out just mm -hmm. a little bit when I'm shooting any distance. I, I can see my arrow kind of, you know, moving. It bothers the absolute shit out of me. I get frustrated, but I don't like moving stuff because I'm afraid I'm going to move it so far out of whack. I'll have it completely jacked up. Mm -hmm. It's happened with multiple one of my bows. I, I don't like it, so I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, and he doesn't need a plug, but Doug Hutchison, I bet you could fix you right up. Yeah. Figure out, like, why why is it kicking? It could just be, the, like, your uh, fletchings. I mean, it could be something basic I like that. I tried that. It helped a little bit because I went from a right helical to a left helical. Which you're left-handed, so, I mean, that could. That doesn't I mean, matter. It doesn't I know. It's, that, each, that's bow, the each bow is going to mm -hmm. shoot different. Yeah. It just depends on the bow. It's like they and say so, Matthews are notorious for the left spins, the left helicals. Mm-hmm. Right. Mine are right heel cool, and they fly good out of there. Right. Because so, I mean, mine are all the arrows I already previously had were all right heel cool, and I was shooting those, and the guys are getting frustrating. And finally, I was like, you know what? I have a bear shaft. I'm going to go try it. And sure as shit, it started turning left. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. How far away do you got to be whenever you shoot that? The what? To find out if it's a left or a right. Basically, just you have to, from my understanding, you have to be far enough that the arrow will clear your bow, and you can see, you make a mark on the knock. And see where you know if it starts at at twelve o'clock, did it go to ten o'clock or did it go to you know two or three o'clock? That's what I was did. That, I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah, but makes sense, dude. That'd be my recommendation is just go see Doug. And I don't know. If are you anything. are you due to get restrung anyway? I don't know. Your bow's gonna be three years old this year, isn't it? Is this your third season with it coming up? Will be third coming, dude. Up. I'd go get it restrung and have him fi fix you right up. And he'll he'll tune it. And he'll tune it and he's, everything for he's you. He's good, man. He hooked me up. Yeah, that's good, dude. If you're in the Casey area and Doug Hutchison is still tuning bows for people, I don't know if he is. I don't even remember the name. He he has, technically has a business name. I don't. I can find the picture. I've got it. Uh, I've got it in my phone. But he's he's amazing. He's he's the guy that restrings my stuff right now. Um, anyways. That was my question. Second question. My other ones were kind of a little more stupid. So, like, what's your favorite memory growing up? Stuff like that. I like the the format we you were using. I like, I like the format we were using tonight. Mike just went straight at it. Went to the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, what's yours? I fucks with it. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I have is in your hunting career. If you get get one point in time back, ooh! If you could re if you could relive and and one point in time, and let's say go like you know five ten seconds before an event or something or you know one day or whatever and and, and relive one get day a do over and be a do over. If you can get a do over, put yourself back in a, in a very specific like place, but just change the decision you made. What, when, where, and why? Or when, where, what, and why? I know my answer. You just want me to go first? Yeah, All right. I know your answer. Well, then answer I it for I, me. I know it, too, I think. 
That bull elk. Yep. We had it 20 yards. I'd have pulled the fucking trigger. I was ready. I, and I think what pisses me off most about that, that year is I told myself, and I even told you guys, I'm shooting one this year. I'm not going to pussyfoot around. I'm gonna. I'm ready to kill. I'm ready to shoot, and then I shit my pants. <laughs> should we put before we get too into? Should I put his out there? I got it. Put who's out there? No, I don't want people to know where it's at. Okay. I want to get my shit in there. Oh, uh, I'm joking. Chase Archery. Chase Archery. There it yep. is. Yep. Custom bow tuning. Eight one six eight eight five seven five nine nine. That's all you get. I ain't repeating. <laughs> uh, it's just like after the fact. I'm like. <laughs> What? How did I? I what? You know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. I just it pissed me so off that I didn't even get the shot off, and I should have been able to. Uh, I would have. Was this the same one that your Russell killed his? No, no. Russell was in. Uh, or is this the one where both of you were drawn that elk both came drawn. Russell was in New Mexico. Two years. Okay, ago. I know which one you're talking about. Then it was day one, wasn't it? No, no, no. It, it was, was later, later, actually. Yeah. yeah. The thing I would have changed is, and please, I, I'm not yelling at you or mad at you. I would have told you to stop moving. I think. And Michael told you to fucking stop moving. Well, he was he was in the sun. I wasn't. That was the, his problem. Was he was in the sun? You were three inches away from me. I w- I was on the other side of a tree though. He couldn't no, see me. No, you weren't. Yes, there was a tree in between you and I. In front no, of there the, wasn't. Oh we were God. literally shoulder to shoulder almost. No, I moved Best over of the night. to get uh, behind a tree. No, so you that, didn't. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. There was a tree from me to you in between. You were here. I was here. There was a tree right there. So I stepped over so that the elk couldn't see me anymore. So maybe you moved. And then I got out of the sun, too. Dude, by the time it was over, you were 10 feet away from me. You are full of shit. Oh, my God. No. I, w- I will take you back there next year and I'll show you exactly where we were. Dude, you you know how, like, you remember things or you think you remember no. things? He's going to yeah. He's gonna no. really, he's gonna really feel stupid. You didn't step at all. I think Dude, as I was knocking my arrow, I was moving right out of the way of no. in, in, behind that tree. Because no. I didn't see the elk until he came out because the tree was in my way. One of you two has told this story so many times. I can guarantee you, you we can go into it. We can go back to the spot, and I will be like, "You were here. I was there. There's the tree, by the way." And you're gonna go, "Oh yeah, oh, sorry. I'm right. Just, just take it." Let's be honest. I'm All not the saying trees look the same. In the dark no, <laughs> I, I can take you back okay, to that so spot. Okay, so we know Nate's point in time. Yeah, bull elk, 2021, 2020, whatever it was. September seventh, <laughs> approximately ten nine thirty seven a.m. It was in the afternoon, yeah, like it, midday. It we were nine thousand one hundred and seventy three feet. Oh, he can tell you what feet. I guarantee if he pulled out his on X, I guarantee he's got that spot marked. You probably drop that pin, zoom in, and show you the tree that's step behind. My part. That's my point. Is see, look, it's casting a shadow right now. I was right there. Freaking here. I'm telling you, I can take you through that everything that happened. From when I saw the elk, where he was, where you were, where I was, and the small move I made to the right so that I could get in, out of the sun as best we could because it was not great. And then there was a that tree blocked me and him. I don't remember if you moved or not, but I got away, far away from you, farther I, away from you. I didn't take any steps. I'm, I'm pretty confident you didn't take any steps. I'm 100% confident I did. All okay. right, Micah. 
What What's is yours? your one point in time? Liar. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got a few of them, really. But I thought I thought you were going to say one. You get one. I can't believe you. Come back to me. Okay. Okay. I can't think. Which one? I'm surprised no. by this. Pat. Uh, I'm going to go back to Colorado. When you find a rub that's fresh and the grass is matted, don't fucking move. Don't move. Don't well, move. Well, what do you have done? Because I'll be honest with you. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because you were standing next <laughs> to me. <laughs> did you take any okay. steps? We did. Oh, we, we went did. too far. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I and it was wait. That one was, it was a little bit on me because, like, I'm going to go sit on that log over there and just sit down. Well, I got, like, three steps from the log, and one of the biggest elk, I'm, I'm taking Pat's story over here. Oh, that's fine. You were there, too, but it was huge. Huge. You know, most of the elk we've seen Huge. out there, are the bulls, yeah, they've been good-sized elk. Upper 200 class, I would call them. And I'm not talking about the rack. I have no idea how big this rack was on that elk. Didn't even see it. The shoulders on this bull elk, freaking massive. Like, it was a different caliber of size of body. Than the ass looked like elk. a Volkswagen Beagle as it ran away. Yeah. She got a fat ass. She got a fat ass. That thing was sitting about 30 yards from us someplace in the brush. We didn't know it. And uh, Where the rub was, he was probably about 20. We still had no idea. I don't there. know. I, I don't know where he was. But it, when he crashed, it was a, a cat dozer. Oof. Yeah. So that's your take back is. Yeah, it would have stood still. That was last season, too. No. No. no? It was, oh, okay. It was the same year as. Yeah. Oh, so. Two seasons ago. Yeah. Two, yeah. Our next season, it'll have been two seasons ago. Am I thinking about that right? Yeah. Yeah. Andy, since we've got to come back to Micah, what's your uh, do-over? Man, I got one easy one and then one that is, like, not – I have an elk hunting one and then I have a non-elk hunting I, – well, I – You just told Micah you get one. I know. I'm trying to decide which one. I want to go with. Can we can we answer for elk and whitetail? Sure. Okay. Well, mine's not even whitetail. Yes. Yes. But uh, okay, coyote. Was it coyote? Yeah. My mine was uh, my elk was my very first year uh, oh, hunting I, out there. I know the answer here. And the uh, tree was way up there when. Uh, <laughs> it's just hot. <laughs> and uh, I left the trail. Russell um, went and took care of some paperwork, and <laughs> I was like, I want to go over here a little bit. Well, he we we got. He was going to go above on it. Anyway, we ended up trying to go to the same spot. I was already there. I won. And uh, I sat down on a log, sat there for a while. And I noticed sitting that when I was sitting there that there was someone had been in there and hung, hung a scent deal from a tree. And I was like, I don't even know if that works. Does that work with elk? I'm in the middle of a mountain. My first year out there, so I had no clue. I'm wearing an orange vest because it was during muzzleloader season, which is not required by an archery hunter, I'm pretty sure, in Colorado. But, shit, I didn't know what I was doing, so I had one on anyway just in case. I sit down. I'm sitting there eating some gushers. I hear a stick break. Look over my shoulder thinking it's going to be a squirrel. And here comes a 6x6 six six bull elk walking to me. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. 
This is the first time I've ever seen an elk in the wild, let alone very rarely. At least like, you remembered you had a bow with you. Yeah. I was like, um, that oh, okay. So it just keeps walking in perfectly. I pick up my bow, step over this log. I walk five yards, like sideways, very slowly to get a shooting lane. I get a perfect shooting lane. The elk walks right into it, stops, puts its head down broadside. I draw. I settle. Well, if you notice, I never ranged him. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, reason being was uh, the rangefinder was in a flap on the side of my um, belt. It was on like a belt pouch. That was Velcro. And I did not want to take it out. Um a white-tailed deer, I feel like I have a pretty good gauge of, you know, if it's 20, 30, 40 yards. Not seeing an animal of that size before in the, like, wild, I completely freaked out, let alone I was having freaking So you thought he was fever. right on top of you or the other no, way around? other way around. I, I I had no, like, my depth perception was gone. Yeah. I guessed at 40, and I, you know, touched that release, shot, thinking, oh, I... I got him. It, it just all, you know, everything, yeah. your heart's pumping, things come together. That elk, I swear to God, his belly touched the ground in a matter of 0.2 seconds. And I hear a, just a thump. Oh, I got him. I got him. Well, he just fucking keeps running. And he's fine. There's no arrow <laughs> in him. There's no arrow in him. I don't see any blood. Here, you're alive. I can see this elk running through the timber. He runs around and he barks at me. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I look, look for blood. Then I turn around. I, I range where I was standing at. And I went, oh, no. I was at 30 yards. <clears throat> so I took a 30-yard chip shot, shot at 40, shot over this elk's back. and uh, Killed that tree. I had every emotion in the book mm -hmm. on that one. And eventually I got a hold of Russell, and he came down and helped me um, look just to make sure I missed. Because I heard that thump, and I just... Yeah, um, 12 feet up in the tree over the like little hump in the timber was my arrow that's still there to this day because I couldn't reach it. But uh, that was, yeah. Yeah, that if would I be could, a rough one. If you could give me back, I mean, literally half a second to just bring my sight down just a little bit. That'd be Otherwise, I would not have changed it. So that's two for you. No, that's one for you. You haven't had a whitetail one yet. I wasn't no. talking about whitetails at all. Yeah, they have all been elk so far. <laughs> okay, so now we'll start our whitetail gimme do-overs. Do I get to do an elk? Yeah. Uh, You're going to finally. I probably would have, yeah, probably that one we had. You don't get to answer the same. Well, no, because, I mean, I had just as much of a chance of shooting that thing as you did. <laughs> no, but you can't do the same answer. you got to think of a different one. Okay, mm -hmm. then probably that elk that we that us three had facing us. If you, if you could have took, like, two or three steps – to your right, yeah, I probably you probably had a, had a shot probably on that had one. A shot. So that one, we were into him that day. See, man, Actually, we always figure him out on the you, last. You day. can have that one two years ago. I'll take the one my second year where you and I were together, where yeah, you were going to videotape it. Oh yeah, you gave up too soon. That was my yeah. first year. Yeah, my that first I, year. That actual one actually might be worse, worse than that one. Now that I think of it, I kind of uh, forgot about that one. I, I thought that was going to Micah. Be yours. You can have that one. Yeah, I thought that was my second nice. year, which is Micah's first year. It was the very first morning, maybe an hour into the day. Yeah, Micah is still like just like taking in 
I'm in Colorado. I'm in the mountains. Right. You've right, never yeah. done before. It's this this massive thing. It's intimidating. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what that's like, like. 90, 90 yards up the timber I mentioned, I'm like, I swear I just saw an elk, you know, flashing. So we, like, moved this way, and we did, like, two cow calls, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And then we, like, moved downwind, and we set up, and I'm like, man, if I was an elk and I wanted to try to swing and try right. to get the wind, I'd come right here, and I'd – and so we're sitting there, and we kept hearing oh, man. sounds, you know, man – maybe that's just a squirrel day one you know it takes you a minute to kind of get acclimated to the sounds and i how long you think we sat there for not very long i mean five minutes maybe something like that. let's just say five minutes then and about that time i said and hey, i think it's just squirrels and i did i we took i, I took my arrow yeah, out took your arrow out we put took it back in my steps. holders took a few steps look uh where we envisioned the the elk coming right behind this fir tree, he would have been five to eight yards in front of us, like broadside right there. Yeah, it would have been pretty intense. And I'm like, okay, take a few steps that direction, look behind that fir tree just as I'm walking, and there he is walking exactly how we painted it in our minds. Right. And he just looks at me, stops, and gone. And I'm just – Mike never even saw him, I don't think. Not until he was, he was running me. away. I saw his whale tails. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> that Actually, yeah, that one's definitely that, the bigger. That was a good one. Yeah, because that one, we had him. You know, yeah. the other one was almost like dumb luck. We kind of got lucky. Well, they both kind of were, but that's that's my elk one. I'll, I'll use that one. Yeah. Okay. What's your whitetail one? I'm debating on is it the one that I snort wheezed at this year? No. Or the one I shouldered? Well, it's your it's your decision. I'd probably take back the snort wheeze. Really? Yeah. Because I think that was a higher class deer. Not that it matters. He was pretty badass. He was a good deer. He was beautiful. So, yeah. Taking back the... No, you did. Explain to our listeners what the snort wheeze happened. happened. Me and Nathan, we were actually hunting together. The night before, this goes back into the trail camera pictures. The night before, I was getting pictures of this new new deer. So So your lifetime regret would be from this year, huh? I don't know about lifetime, but that's the one that's most recent. I want to say regret, but lifetime. Yeah. Most fresh in his mind. Yeah, okay. most fresh in his mind. I got Hurts ton, the most. I got stinks. I got a ton of them, really. That's what I'll, I'll, I, I done messed up a lot. <laughs> but I haven't shot one with my bow in quite a while, so I'm itching to get one. But uh, me and Nathan were hunting. He's hunting probably 60 yards away from me. I'm kind of over my food plot, but I was getting pictures of this deer the night before, and I'm like, I got to go after him. So we went out the next morning. Uh, you know, it's breaking daylight. I don't know how long we were in the stand, but uh, it was well into the morning. Uh, I looked behind me, and I heard a little something. I'm like, hey, there's deer. And then it moves his head, and I could tell it was that buck. And he was walking away. So me not knowing that he had a doe with him, I snort wheezed, thinking that would get him to come in. Then look, he keeps on walking, but then the doe comes and she circles this big brush patch of full of crap that you can't see. And she skirts the edge of my food plot, which is about 40 yards. And he, I was thinking, well, sweet, he's going to do the same thing because he's on her tail. He takes the little trail on the outside <laughs> of my food plot and just is not within bow range. 
you know, he's through crap and stuff. And then he got in between me and Nathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't give in, either of us a shot. But and then he finally figured out that he, he, he kept on looking into the food plot. And so he was thinking something was there and there was nothing there. And I think it just weirded him out and he took off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd take back the snort wheeze. You would take back doing the snort wheeze? Yeah. Would you have grunted? Nope. first or just shut uh, up? i should have shut up just let him do if i want to shut up and that dough probably it, assuming the dough would have done the same thing uh, it would have been a chip shot mm. yeah then that would have been a hell of a deer yeah and it would and have been, been awesome because we were together, we were together and stuff like that would have been really cool yeah. it's the I would have shoulder heard, shots i would yeah. have heard you we were close enough together i would have heard your shot oh for sure yeah you definitely would have heard it you probably would have seen the shot honestly. well if i would have well, known maybe, i mean i would have been looking right but but yeah. yeah, the shoulder shot sucks. It, it does, but those things happen, you know. Pat, whitetail, regret. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the very first buck I shot down in that waterway on Andy's dad's. I sh- we should have should have waited longer to go look for him. Or taking less people to go look for him. Did you not recover that deer? Oh, then? I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, I tracked so you him. Bumped, ac- bumped him out of his bed. I tracked him across mm-hmm. one field into a waterway, across another field, and we bumped him out of that bed. And never found him. Unfortunately, but it was one should wait till the next morning. It was a bloodbath. It was starting to rain too, wasn't it? Yeah, it started raining. It was an absolute bloodbath until we got into the cornfield to the beans. You could follow it, got into a waterway. Blood everywhere. We followed all the way across the ridge of standing beans. Yeah. And then it bedded. We found its last bed and not a drop of blood after the bed. Hmm. But the bed looked like you poured a five-gallon bucket out in it. Really? Yeah. He got up and left it, and we don't know. It was just gone. Gone. He laid on. He laid on. It didn't pass through. He laid on the side that, hurt. The side that was hurt. And it it's amazing it. how tough they are, dude. You know, just to. Yeah. And then. Because he broke the arrow off running through the timber, if I remember right. <clears throat> the, the deer, like, you know, ran past the tree and it broke the arrow off. I yeah. mean, and it was plenty of penetration. He was, he was dead. Yeah, he was, yeah. That deer died somewhere. We just don't know where. That sucks. Unfortunately. Because we looked for him that night until uh, we grid searched around the last bed, and I went back the next day and looked for – I called in sick to work mm-hmm. and looked for four or five hours. It never found him. That's a legitimate excuse, too, because sick. My heart's sick. You got to do your dual diligence. Yeah. Due diligence. Yeah, that's it. Did we get them all? No, no me and him too. still got to do our white right. tail. Guess what mine is. My white tail one, I guess. Your regret? My Yeah. My the If I could one, have a do-over. The one I had to pull out of a lake? Shoot. No, I, he's dead. I got him. Oh. Shooting baby deer that's hanging on the wall. Nah. <laughs> so I'm glad you guys can't guess it because you guys usually just nail like, yep, that's what it is. No, it's scorpion or whatever. It's, it's reptile. Reptile. Damn it, so. Micah. You know yeah. me too good, buddy. You know me too good. It's reptile. I wish I would have figured him out. Like, it was It was so damn close. I, I knew he was here. It was. It was every damn day. I could have had a deer done before October. That'd have been really cool. Like, it can you sucks. imagine? Huh? It sucks. No, because then you're just playing with house money. I would have killed a hundred and sixty some inch deer by October. But and you, you would have been hunt. bored. You don't hunt. I've done that. I've made that mistake 
one time, and I have killed a deer in like mistake. Yes, but in like the second week of archery season, so it's like I was still in September, and mm-hmm. I killed a deer. I did not get to hunt October. I did not get to hunt the first part of November. All all of you guys were hunting. All of you guys were having all this fun shit happen. Yeah, but the difference is, I wasn't killing that deer any time. But then, he ne- hindsight, he, yeah, I mean, he never came back. Yeah. So, it was just, and I get, and knowing the fact that the next couple of years he's now gone, he's not coming back. So, he's either been killed or you know just his range moved somewhere. But that was my biggest regret because that deer was. Would have I'm assuming special. I would assume he would have been the biggest deer I've ever killed, and um, he just gave you like he gave so many beautiful pictures to the camera that entire summer. So yeah, reptile, rest in peace, buddy, wherever you are. <laughs> oh jeez, Andy, Andy, what you got, bud? So does it have to be a whitetail? I mean, no, not an elk again though. No. Like a white tail, I don't know. I've had a lot of. I kill everything I shoot at. No, <sighs> no, definitely doesn't. Far, I wake far up, from it. piss excellence. I, uh, I have a lot of stupid shit I've tried on white tail that have just not worked. <laughs> so it's hard for me to pick like one for a white tail. Being born. If I could give like this one, I guess it hurts the worst. And it's not white tail. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> I thought it was a good one. It, it's coyote hunting. And this I year, knew this it is. this team was going to bring up coyote this, hunting. This year in the uh, the Midwest tournament, you would have got first. I missed the winning coyote, and I, I I want that shot back because it was a chip shot that I rushed, and if I could have slowed myself down, we could have had the outright title. That one that that one hurt me because I, I, I expected. I cannot that, yeah. believe you used a missing a coyote. As you're I'm telling me. you, that, that it'll was, haunt you. That's one that I mean, I don't know. Have what like a hundred teams taking first would have been pretty. An outright first would have been did pretty sweet. You did take first, yeah. Tied, Tied. but an outright first would have been, I don't know, pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I get you. That's nice. And I, and if I was the only one that pulled the trigger, so right. it was one of the ones right. like if we all three would have missed, okay, sure. But that was on me. I am the one that had the shot. I rushed it. I yeah, that's a difficult one it. to bring up too, because you coyote hunt long enough, like you're gonna have f ups. Oh, for sure. Like I missed a lot of coyotes. Yeah, but that, that one right. specific coyote. That first one, me and Daryl and Russell did. I missed. I mean, it was a double that came in. Not saying that I could have got both of them, but I missed one that would have put us. I think it would have at least we would have been placed. I forget how. What you one would end up tied with? What us one? Is, we took fifth. What and what with was that? Four. Four. And we brought in three, so that yeah. would at least tie tied that. If, you know, obviously perfect world to get the double, you know, yeah. that could have got us in the close. No, it's weird. is like we've so. all had that happen. We never have it happen for us the other way. Of course, yeah. we don't know that because the other teams, we don't know what happened. Well, that, that, I was getting ready to say that yeah. the thing is, like, the other teams who also tied with us in Midwest, talking to them, it's like, oh, dude, we missed three or four of them. Like, right, We right. had this, this, and this happen, like – we I missed our team missed one that day. Yeah, the team that won they missed like four or five. And that's what we have happen is, like Micah and Daryl and Russell. There's um, when me and Daryl and John were in. Like we missed that one, and yeah. that would have at least give us 
fighter's chance because that was a bad day. Yeah. Ended up not being the case. Right. <clears throat> uh, Midwest tournament. Um, yeah, because – no, that not this, not this year. Um, the one where we had those two that we couldn't shoot and that would have put us – they gave that would have gave us first because we oh, made yeah. an ethical decision not to take a shot because yeah. there were houses – Oh yeah, yeah behind. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. Um, you I know, thought, like I thought you were talking about the ones that we. Uh, they're eight hundred yards. We need to dial up. <laughs> no, no, those are just <laughs> yeah. That, that was, no, that was. But to be truthful, so the explicit tournament, we missed enough coyotes to win that one outright too. Yeah, I don't because that's oh, I when Austin's that awesome right. scope was jacked up. Mm-hmm. You ever calling a triple? <laughs> and only one go on one gun go off out of four guys. Um, can't yeah. say that I've done that. We've called in a triple and the gun went off, but it didn't do nothing. <laughs> you talk about the you. couple, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we only had one gun, three dogs. The person, Zero the person dead. that was calling, and more or less, I don't say backup shooter, but like not the primary shooter, was the only gun to go off <laughs> out of four people. That's Austin not forgot, ideal. Austin forgot to take his off safety. Karen jammed a a shell in his, and it didn't go off. My gun malfunctioned, and Andy's was the only one to go off. <laughs> Did you kill something? I missed. No. Oh. <laughs> he missed. Nice. I shot over it. There we, all, we all have regrets. 300 yards. That Yeah. If we weren't uh, a minute 47 into this, or an hour 47 into oh, this, shoot. I would ask what your biggest uh, achievement would be, but I, I want to go home. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's been a really good episode, the next man. One. Uh, Micah brought the hard-hitting uh, questions. Barbara Walters yeah. questions. They're really well done. Good job. Thank you. Um, talked about archery. We talked about a little bit of everything, man. So that was a good spring BS session, and we barely talked about turkeys. But we should say good luck to everybody. Because this come out close to turkey season. Uh, this will come out. Let's see start. here. April 20th. Dude, yeah, it'll be April by the time this comes out, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think so. we got another week or so before yeah. turkey season. So it'll be starts. it'll be soon. I think it's end of April. I'll just tell you real quick. Turkey season April 17th. So it'll be soon after this comes out. So good luck to everybody going out and uh chasing the thunder chickens. Um if my son keeps after me, I'll see if April, I can uh, April 1st starts uh, youth season. Yep. Does it really? April first and second is youth turkey. Ooh, guess who's old enough? Blake Ray. Uh oh. Can she shoulder a twelve gauge? She going to. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna learn today. She gonna learn today. We're not gonna practice. We're just gonna. You put that bead right there on that red head. Because she ain't. You <laughs> know why? That's, that's the best way to do pounds. it. Because she don't know what she don't know. Yep. Hey, she barely broke forty. Okay, she, <laughs> she could ride in a booster seat now. It's only gonna hurt the one time. If you make her shoot it, she's gonna be scared of it. <laughs> well, that's what happened in Brindley. Yeah, that's, she got that's scared a good of guns. point. Yeah, you don't feel it when you're hunting. That's true. You never do. No, she probably would though. <laughs> she, she, you better like have her. Blakely took off. Like, where did she go? <laughs> that, that three inch will physically take her off her feet. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get you. I got a sling in the truck. It's about the memories. I don't have any anymore. I hit my head on a rock. I have a concussion, Dad. I was doing a turkey hunting today. <laughs> but did she kill it? That's all that matters. <laughs> Practice before you go out there, kids. Yeah, always pattern your gun. All right, let's get out of here. All right, see you, boys. See you.